So Michelle, we all know you have the best tips, but Ooh. look, you can't possibly be everywhere to help everyone. That's where an authorized Disney vacation planner can be a lifesaver. And luckily for you, we just happen to know the best. That's Nate, of course, from Main Street and more travel. Oh yeah, Nate is the best. And with things changing at the parks, resorts, and of course the high seas all the time, it's so hard to keep up even for me. Well, that's not true. Yeah, but Nate is always right on top of every move Disney makes so he can help you have the best vacation ever. Oh, for sure. If you're looking to visit Walt Disney World, Disneyland, sail the seas on Disney Cruise Line, or even explore anywhere in the world beyond Disney, our friend Nate from Main Street and More Travel can help make your vacation dreams come true. No question, sweetie. And if you've listened to our show for any time at all, you know we're big fans of high-end experiences. And that's just what you get when you work with Nate. He'll give you concierge-level vacation planning services, but at no additional cost to you or your family. Heck, you may even save money if discounts become available because Nate is always looking to make sure you get the best deal possible. And did we mention all of this comes at no extra cost to you? That's because it's Disney that pays Nate for all that top-notch service he provides so you don't have to. So if you're looking for the best person to plan your magical vacation, just go to DizTripsAndMore.com, fill out the form on the website to get the process rolling on your next fabulous trip with Nate. And be sure to tell him Tom and Michelle sent you. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my wonderful, intelligent, gorgeous, very hardworking, following along on our friends Disney Adventures loving wife and co-host, Michelle. That's for sure. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. We'll explain about that in a little bit. Uh, so good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Saturday, May 6th, 2023. Revenge of the Sixth. I was just going to say. As it may be. Yes. A day after Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> as it may be. And two days after May the 4th be with you. Right. What a week filled with festivities. Well, this is the May. This is the May. <laughs> I got it. All right. Took me a second. Boy. We're off to a roaring start. Oh, man. And this Edit episode, and this episode is dropping. It's not even edited out. As bad as it was, it's staying in because that's what we do. This episode is dropping on Sunday, May seventh, twenty twenty-three. Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, we are on social media. Please find us there on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, why don't you come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Yeah, like we say every week, we love that group. Uh, we love the sharing and we invite all of you to, If you, like Tom said, if you're not already on there, please join. If you are there, tell a friend or family. Yeah, just come on along and join in the fun of sharing adventures, whether they be Disney, whether they be personal, whatever. We just want to celebrate you and your accomplishments and whatever you have going on that's fun. 
Exactly. Exactly. Also, we are on YouTube. If you want to find us there, we're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast, or you can just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Right. And if you have any, as we say, again, as we say every week, if you have any questions about any of our topics or would like us to talk about something in particular, do a deep dive in a subject matter that you find really interesting, let us know. Yes. If you want to do a deep dive, specifically CC Michelle, because <laughs> she is the queen of the deep dives. I'm the king of the very shallow dives. <laughs> like it's not even a wading pool with me. But you want deep dives? That's not true. Michelle's way out there in the super deep end. She's like in the Marianas Trench in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, you're so funny. That's how deep she dives. But you know, you do all those great research on all the great uh, news stories every week. Yes. That's, you know. Go straight to the Disney Parks blog. (laughs) Copy, paste, good. That's not true. A lot of research. A lot of research. Now, before we get into this week's show, you know we always like to take a look back at the week that was because we are the Disney show of positivity and we like to point out those little gems, those little wonderful moments that kind of stand out every week. Of course, there are lows every week. We're human. That happens. But we like to focus on the positive. We like to focus on my favorite thing from this week. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because I told you, she does the best deep dives. (laughs) She has the best list. She knows she has the best tips. She also always has the best my favorite thing from this week. So, Michelle, what is your favorite thing from this week? Okay, there is a lot to choose from. So I don't want anything that I've neglected or anyone that I've neglected out of this to feel bad. Um, But since I'm following the rules as much as possible now of one item. When? I know. Where? Recently. Why? (laughs) Who? Um, but I will, I guess I'm going to say, uh, celebrating Cinco de Mayo with family. You made an amazing, uh, dish, actually dishes, um, that were so delicious, so wonderful. And having that opportunity to, to have that with family was just awesome. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was one of my favorite things from this week as well. I'm going to have more than one because this is the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I know, you've gone really rogue lately. Rogue? I don't know that that's rogue. I mean, I've been doing it forever, so I don't know why it's suddenly rogue. I think you saying you're only going to go one, which is we all know, right, uh, is rogue more than me doing multiples. Anyway. My other favorite thing from this week was we went out this week and took a little journey to Orlando and we came back with a brand new desk to have our podcast office. We've been working on a folding table. Yeah, a little makeshift. Since we moved here to, uh, to Florida, now we actually have a desk to set up. Yeah. Our studio is slowly very slowly, like snails play slowly, <laughs> but it is starting to take a little shape. Yeah, I mean, you did a great job putting it together, um, which is uh, uh, definitely a feat in itself because it's it's not something that was just already assembled. Um, but yeah, I, I I like it. Yeah, me too. I, so. I think, it, like I said, it's just the first... 
it's kind of the first start in actually assembling what will eventually be our full-fledged podcast studio slash office here in our new home. Yeah. Um, but this was a this was a good start. Exactly. Good start, and it was a sure. fun day doing that mm-hmm. together. We also did get a my favorite thing from this mm-hmm. week from one of our listeners straight from the Hyperion Adventures podcast Facebook page. Uh, this was from Tony, the Disney dad. Mm-hmm. He said, my favorite thing from this week. Well, you'll hear it. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to talk and Tom talk to Tom and Michelle. Yes, we will be talking with Tony the Disney Dad and his son Stitch here very very soon on today's episode with, with a lot of fun. It's a really fun topic. Right, right. It was definitely among my top favorite things of the week too, as I'm sure it was of yours. Yeah, it was time, actually so. going to be on my list till I saw he sent that in. Yeah, I know. Did know. Same these. Same these. Let's go ahead and get to this week's show. We have lots of stuff for you this week, including there are some interesting new spaces and experiences, including one based on the hit movie Encanto that just debuted aboard a Disney ship. We'll tell you which one and what that's all about. Also, speaking of Encanto, there's a new Adventures by Disney vacation destination that may be of interest to fans of La Familia Madrigal. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll tell you about that. But that's later. Let's get to our wonderful conversation. Let's get to our main topic of the week. Michelle, this is extremely exciting. We haven't had them on the show in so long, but there was something that happened recently that inspires like, it's time. We have to get Tony the Disney dad and his son Stitch to do some sort of pseudo Disney discussions <laughs> podcast reunion show to talk about their exciting trip they just went on. I know. I've been so excited waiting for this to happen. Um, <laughs> we've kind of had some discussions in the past of getting together. but Some Disney discussions. Disney is very <laughs> good. I see what you did there. Um, but this is great that we finally honed in on something. And it's a. I think it's going to be an exciting topic. Yeah. So, Tony, Stitch, welcome back to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be back. We're always happy to talk with you guys. And we love your podcast. Uh, so we're happy to be on it. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we're honored. Yeah. For sure. Well, I mean, you know, we love you guys. And um, we're always interested in, in seeing what you have going on. I mean, you're, you know, some of the best people that we've met in the mm-hmm. Disney community. And it's just mm. exciting to have you with us. But what really inspired us is that just on, and I, I, I need to know, we need to know why what made you come to this decision recently you went on pretty much just like a 24 hour Disney foray where you just flew from where you live up in the kind of up in the upper East coast area, mm-hmm. all the way to Walt Disney world visited and then flew back all within 24 hours. So what inspired you to do that? <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> it, it just, it was a thought that popped in my head. I, I guess, you know, early in the beginning of the year, I was probably going through like the Walt Disney World subreddit and I read somebody <laughs> doing a one day trip to Disney and I go to my wife, Jen, I'm like, that'd be really cool to do one day, but that's crazy. We're never going to do it. <laughs> um, and so we just kind of had it in the back of our head and we just talked about it every once in a while. And then, um, you know, as 
mentioned on your show uh, previously, like we recently adopted two kids we had in foster mm-hmm. care for three years. And we wanted to do something special for our older boys, just, you know, as a memory. Uh, they've been so great and so amazing with the whole change in situation. Yeah. Um, Jen's like, well, why don't we do the one day Disney trip with them? And I'm like, well, that's crazy. And then she's like, well, why don't we have them bring a friend, too? I'm like, well, that's even crazier. But <laughs> let's do it. That's awesome. So, so Stan, what never. You you mentioned twenty four hours. It never occurred to my head for whatever reason that I, we would be awake for twenty four hours <laughs> right. straight. It just until we got on the plane ride home, and then I'm like, oh man, we've been up a long time. Yeah, at least <laughs> a couple days to recharge. Wow. I bet. I bet. For twenty four hours. Yeah, I well, remember texting you the next day, Tony, and you're like, "Sorry, I didn't see this earlier. I I just woke up, and I'm like, yeah. I tried to wait in hopes that I wouldn't wake you up, but." Uh, obviously it, it took a lot out of you both for sure. So stitch, when yeah. did you even find out about this plan? Probably like a month before we went. Mm-hmm. And so he told me about it. I was really excited. And then he sure. goes, Hey, how about we, how, how about you bring a friend? And I'm like, really? And then <laughs> later that day we called my friend uh-huh. and he was making pasta dough I think it was funny. <laughs> he was just rolling up the dough and then his mom pulled out the, her phone starts recording him and uh, then when we tell him about it he he gets really excited yeah we so. FaceTime we're like hey have, have you ever heard of this crazy thing of people doing uh you know a one-day trip in Disney He's like no I never heard of that it's like that's kind of crazy right Jacob says it's cool I say it's crazy what do you think and he's like oh I think that's pretty cool I'm like would you like to do it and he just what <laughs> That's like the commercials of, you know, like the parents telling the kids, you're going to Disney World. (laughs) So Stitch, you got to do that with a friend. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Just telling him was funny. I bet. I bet. Very cool. So tell us a little bit about the planning for this. I mean, I can't even, I mean, it's easy for us. We now live in Florida. When we Mm -hmm. lived in California, we lived close to Disneyland. A a one day trip is like nothing for us. I mean, it doesn't take much. But to actually get to the airport, fly down here, you know, plan the whole day around what, what's going on and then decide to fly back. I mean, there had to be a few hurdles you had to leap over to get that done. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, I'll mention, I am a Disney cast member. I work for, for Disney streaming. Uh, anything I say here is my opinion, my, me representing myself <laughs> and my family, not right. Disney. Um, but that does help, right? Because as an employee, I get into the parks for free when there's mm-hmm. no blockout dates. So that obviously factored into the equation. If I had to pay for a one-day ticket, I don't right. know if I would have done that. Sure. Um, but, you know, we, we we got everyone in for free. But, yeah, the planning was really, you know, we got into it like we can't have a date in mind. We just kind of have to find when the cheapest flight is right. and do that. And so we're fortunate where we live. We have probably four or five airports we could pick nice. from. Um, and you know, we picked, uh, it's no secret. We live in New Jersey. So we had, you know, like Atlantic city, Trenton, Philadelphia, Newark to pick from, um, and Atlantic city came up as, you know, also you need to look at, you know, you want a pretty early flight and right. a pretty late flight return home to the same airport. Sure. Um, so you got to factor all that in as well. And so, you know, Atlantic city came up, which is good because it's a bit of a smaller airport. Mm-hmm. Um, security is a lot less, although, you know, we did have TSA pre-approval. So that helped us out too sure. in Orlando, but Atlantic city, that was an issue. So we just, we really just had to, you know, go with really nothing in mind, just whatever the internet throws at us, pick a date, 
make sure we could get babysitters for the two little ones right. and, and we're good to go. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. So we found, yeah, we found uh, an Atlantic City flight leaving at 6 a.m., which means, you know, I was up at like 2 30. Right. We left the house around 3 30, got there. And then, you know, we had a 9 30 flight back at Orlando to Atlantic City. Wow. So was it, there were no connections? It was a straight flight? A straight flight. Yeah, nice. that was key, too. We yeah. didn't want to have to to have a layover anywhere. Right, right. Plus, it just it adds to possible hiccups along the way, yeah. you know, misconnections, cancellations. It, it just, the, the less of that that you have to deal with, uh, the easier it would be. Right. But, so what time did you actually get to the Walt Disney World Resort after a landing in Orlando? Yeah, so we, um, you know, I prearranged our lifts. So I did that and we got there and it, it timed out perfectly. Um, we landed like around 8.30 and got, yeah. so we took, here's a little tip. Um, if you are coming in, you're not taking like, uh, you're not going to a hotel and you want to go to Magic Kingdom. Right. Go to the Contemporary because a lift will drop you off at the ticket and transportation. And then you either have to take a ferry or the monorail over oh, and that sure. could be crowded. Right. So we took the lift to contemporary that let us right in and we just walked over and then you have your own separate security line right. in that walkway mm -hmm. over to, um, as you guys know, yeah, it's an um, easy walkway. It's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's really nice. And you know, you're walking like underneath the monorail and you right. see space mountain as you're walking. So it's beautiful. So we probably walked in, um, what time it was probably like around nine 30, nine, right? Nine o'clock. I would think. Yeah, a little late, 9.50, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. I'm going to back up a little bit, right? So 7 a.m., virtual queue comes online, right? <gasps> I'm on a plane at 7 a.m. <laughs> I buy the Wi-Fi. And we're, we're flying Spirit, right. and Spirit's fine, but, you know, you have to kind of cross your fingers right? to yeah. Yeah. Flights don't get canceled <laughs> or whatever. Um, I bought the Wi-Fi. Uh, the Wi-Fi was not working on the plane oh, at no. all. So oh that this is really the the only thing I'm nervous about right. is like I I want the virtual queue for Tron. Right, That's one right. of the reasons why we picked Magic Kingdom. So I'm nervous, no connection at all. I I call the <sighs> stewardess. She's like yeah, it's not working. You could ask for a refund when the flight's over. I'm like, <laughs> right. Okay, that's that's not helpful. <laughs> no. But fortunately, um Stitch's friend, his father is a big Disney nut and every time he does the virtual queue, he always he always gets it. So I had a backup and that he was at home. He uh, logged in under my wife's account and right. got the virtual oh, queue for us. Nice. But I didn't know this the whole flight. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> fingers crossed. And like, finally we land and you, you know, you get that little bit of data and it goes in and out. And I got a text message that says, just says 16 from him. And I'm <laughs> like, I think that's our boarding group. I don't know. So it took a little while. So we, pretty early. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we got it. Um, and, you know, we're all cheering. And then. You know, at the airport, we see, okay, your your group is now boarding until like 10, 10 o'clock. And we're like, oh, we got to book it. But everything worked out perfectly. We were able wow. to first ride we did in the day. Um, so it worked out. It worked out perfect. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> so, Stitch, what did you think of Tron? It was a really fun ride. A little too short. It was only like a minute mm -hmm. or something like that. Seats were cool, but a little uncomfortable on the shins. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sit down after. <laughs> but overall, I'd give it maybe seven and a half out of ten. It was that's pretty not good. bad. Well, that's not bad. That's yeah. Not bad. That launch. I mean, that launch that you is yeah. is what makes that ride. The rest yeah. of it's okay. That yeah. launch yeah. is pretty cool. And the queue yeah, is kind of cool, especially. It is. That there's one, cool. I, and we don't want to give spoilers to people, but <laughs> there is one part that is just 
very impressive and awesome looking. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, I I loved it, and it's so smooth, and and like you're not getting. We went on Space Mountain later in the day, and yeah, <laughs> two very different. Yeah. Roller coasters. Yeah. We, we all felt it walking out of Space Mountain, holding our backs, you right. know. But like Tron is so smooth, I I loved it, and I love that whole area now as part of Tomorrow mm -hmm. Tomorrowland. It fits in so well, right. and even just walking from there into um, uh, the circus area. I don't know, mm -hmm. it's just very nice. They they've done a great job with that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you had a chance to or seen anything about the train actually goes by Tron and kind of goes underneath. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. Doing that. It was too. just nice uh, to hear the train again right. in yes. Magic Kingdom. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. yeah. We're, when we were, when they first came back and we were staying at Bay Lake Towers there and you could just hear the whistle from Bay Lake Towers. It's like, mm. it's just so nice to hear yeah. that sound right. again. Cause that's just, it's, it shouts Disney to us. I yeah. So before you left, say that again. There's so many good parts of the trip. Just, yeah. There's one specific part that I hated the most. Oh. Walking by Splash Mountain and it oh. being under construction. Oh, oh yeah. Favorite ride. Yeah, we love oh, that ride. Right yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's a shame. I know for a lot of people it's bummed that it's... it's They're missing it. it yeah. yeah. It is what's such a great attraction. And, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully, hoping for good things from Tiana's that's Bayou Adventure. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 So in, in your, your planning and everything and bringing everybody together to one park, did everybody like have a voice or, or say what they wanted to do? Or was it just like, hey, let's just go in and go with the flow of the day? Or how did you approach it? Yeah, no, good question. I am a planner, so I will plan everything. And I had my checklist of everything we wanted to do. But I made sure... Um, everybody had a say in what we were going to do and nobody kind of overruled. I didn't overrule. And we just wanted, wanted to make sure we hit the rides that everyone wanted to do. So mm -hmm. I, you know, I had that checklist and we did, I think we, we hit everything, but two things on our checklist. We had a whole list it's, and we did everything except get a Mickey pretzel and go on test. Track. <laughs> <laughs> things we were both like, we were all like, yeah, we could do it, but we don't have to. Right. <laughs> so we got everything else done. That's great. Oh man. That is That's so cool. Great. What were the other key things that you hit up in Magic Kingdom? In Magic Kingdom, we had get the Cheshire Cattail, which oh, is yeah. one of my favorite snacks in Disney. Mm -hmm. um, a Mickey Waffle. Nice. <laughs> Pirates and Haunted Mansion. And that's really all we had, except for Tron, obviously. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now, did you have... Genie Plus, or did you just uh, go and, and wait in all the queues? Yeah, no, I did the Genie Plus because, mm -hmm. you know, we're there for one day. Um, you know, we I didn't want to rush from thing to thing. I wanted to enjoy the day, but I didn't want to spend a lot of time online, too. So sure. we, we did the Genie Plus, yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I, I and, totally get that. I think that's a, definitely a good reason for right. something like yeah. this. Especially Magic Kingdom. Right. Yeah. Oh, Magic Kingdom is, I mean... To me, of the parks, and maybe the studio, maybe Hollywood Studios as yeah. well, um, where you'd want to use Genie Plus. Those right. are the two within Walt Disney World. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And and Stitch had the uh, Mickey Waffle uh, on our list. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if you could get that in a park. And then I find out Sleepy Hollow mm -hmm. has the, a large Mickey Waffle. So yeah. that's what we did, and it was good. Here, here's a tip. Protein yeah. is very important when you're yes. doing a trip like this. Yeah. Yes. So we, um, you know, we, we had some some breakfast at the airport, but, you know, obviously that was like 
five hours by the time we, right. we got done with Tron and everything. And so we, we just kind of did the waffles and fruit. And so it was a lot of carbs. So we did, um, we did Tron and then we, then we ate those waffles and then we did seven dwarves and everyone was kind of feeling a little sluggish, a little out of sorts. Mm -hmm. We're like, I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Stamina there. Yeah, Sarah was the one uh, complaining your brother. Um, so we realized we need some protein. So we hit Tartuga Tavern oh, and yeah. got some of their, uh, the, orange chicken there which is really good i'm right. surprised oh, how good, good to know. Yeah. yeah tartuga tavern's weird because it's one of those that um it closes at like 5 p.m mm -hmm. so a lot of people miss it in their trip or you know it, they get right. to that side later so they miss it but i would i would recommend it they have these um homemade potato chips i don't know if they're homemade but they they look and right. taste yeah. the homemade potato chips that are good too so you yeah showed us this tip so when you're eating the chicken wings and you get the chips when you're done with the chicken wings, don't throw out the container because it has all the sauce in them. Ah, ah, ah smart. smart. Good smart. tip. Good tip. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I can see where that would get passed over a little bit because when you get to that kind of portion of the park, I mean, once you get past pirates, I mean, there really isn't a lot over there, you know, until yeah. you turn the corner into Frontierland. Right. So um, I can see where that gets that gets kind of lost in the shuffle. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. All right, so was after that you went to another park, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So yeah, then we hit. Well, we did we did a few more things actually oh, that weren't okay. even on the list. Oh. So we wound up hitting. Yeah, we went up. Well, you mentioned haunted mansion. We did that. Mm -hmm. We did pirates, and then we we had a little bit of time before our next like genie plus reservation. So right. we hit uh, the tiki room. Oh. Nice. The boys have never done before. Oh, uh, wow. and I don't think your friends did either. No, uh, the my friend he said he loves it. I, yeah. I don't understand why. It's okay. <laughs> it's the most forgettable part of our trip. <laughs> I think I think I read something about a nap at that time. <laughs> I almost did fall. Asleep. It was a it was, honestly it was a nice little rest because it was it was warm that that yes. day too. You know, we were we were blessed in that the weather worked out perfectly mm -hmm, for us because mm -hmm. I know like a day or two later that you mentioned this on the last episode, Michelle. There yes. was like hail coming down horrible. in florida yes, so, yes, yeah yeah i'm glad you got home safely Thank um, you. despite what tom said <laughs> uh, <laughs> i will yeah, never yeah, be a meteorologist that's for sure. <laughs> so yeah we did that and then the last the last ride we did we spent some time like around the castle getting pictures yeah. we watched some of the the stage show mm -hmm. um you know we really wanted to enjoy the day and not just rush around too right, right? really that's good make some yeah memories, so because i, I and would then we I would think you would have that feeling like, okay, we need to hit up as much as possible because we're only here for, you know, what, you know, 12 hours actually yeah. in the parks or right. whatever. So not even that really, because you had yeah. that flight at 930. So uh, I'm glad that you, you know, took your time and just, you know, and thought about it and hit the important stuff. I had, I had to fight myself a little bit. Yeah. Not very <laughs> much of like, let's get in as much as we can, but it's right. like. Yeah, if I, you like rush around, you're, it's not going to be like a fun, relaxed trip. You're going right. to be so stressed and tired the whole time. When you just like when you take in everything, your legs are going to get as tired mm -hmm. when you're running around to get to other parts of the park. Right, so right. Better just to relax, take in all this stuff. Smart. Yeah, listen to I'm that. Training guy. him well. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Very good. So from there, you did decide to head up and hit a second park for the day. That's right. We decided to do Epcot. Um, one, because it's easy to get there through the the monorail. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, Flower and Garden was going on. Right. The, my uh, Sparrow 
his oldest son and his, his girlfriend came with us. Ah. Um, they really, you know, wanted to walk around the countries and eat the food. And yeah. they really wanted to go to France and get a picture by the Eiffel Tower and nice. stuff. So that was, it just seemed like the the best next place to go. Um, Hollywood Studios was a contender. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were with the whole family. We were in October. We were at um, Hollywood Studios. And then, you know, a little over a year ago, we did a boys weekend to Hollywood Studios. So we felt like oh, we've done that enough. We, we could give that one a rest. This right. Time. And, yeah. And so we hit yeah. up Epcot. Nice. And it's been a while since we've been on a on a monorail going to yeah. Epcot, so that was kind of cool to see and get a peek into all the construction that's going right. around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's starting to take shape now, which is it's it is nice. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. It's finally it's starting to take shape, which is exciting because we need Epcot back to its full glory. Right. Yes. Yeah. So you did get to see barges, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah there were a few barges there was less barges than when we were there last time yeah. which is good good stuff um yeah i saw some cranes too i guess dismantling some barges uh, right behind the yeah scenes, so that yeah. was good yeah yeah um i did like that show though we saw it um well jen and i saw it i guess uh in one of our adult trips mm-hmm. and i enjoyed that show i mean the problem was viewing it properly right? right there was only a few specific spots but i really enjoyed the show it's a shame they couldn't uh i don't know figure something out but. yeah yeah i mean i from what right. we never got a chance to see it in person, see it in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen it on disney plus um you know we've heard great things about it there's a lot of people that really love that show and we really wanted to, to see it at some point but it was kind of that toss-up of like yeah that show is great and everything but then you you, you have the eyesore during the day when yeah. it's out there so it's just too bad they couldn't have accomplished that show without having those things yeah. in, 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 in the lagoon there. Or maybe doing something during the day. Like we just did one of the runs and they had them lit up with the, the oh. theming of the run and they were actually really pretty and cute. And I thought, wow, that could have been happening during the day. With well, and originally different... they were going to be like fountains. And I don't know, for whatever reason, they just, yeah. that didn't really work for mm-hmm. it. I don't know what the, the reason was. I never yeah, really... They... It worked great for Fantastic with the projections and the yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. splashing out. I don't know. And so. they mentioned that when they announced this show that they would use those barges as fountains during the day. I guess, I don't know if it was too loud or with like wind, people were getting too wet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's a shame they couldn't get that to work. Yeah. Right, but right. Looking forward to whatever the next show is going to be because yes. I figure for them to, to decide to move those barges out as expensive as they were and, you know, to, you know, get rid of a show that a lot of people really, really loved um, so quickly that they must have something really great in the works yeah. is what I, I, I got to believe anyway. Yeah. yeah. And even, you know, they, you've mentioned that they started to announce some of the Disney 100 stuff they're going to do and mm-hmm. it, it's, it's all pretty exciting stuff. So yeah. 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 So anyway, so you get to Epcot. Did you get to do cosmic rewind? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, w- that was a must. Uh, and it was the way it worked out. It was awesome. Uh, well, so while we're eating our waffles, I toyed with, because I've been watching um, the virtual queues like mm-hmm. weeks and weeks up to it. And it, it was, it's a little tough because the weeks before were spring break. So everything right. skewed a little right. bit. Yes. Um, but I was noticing the week going up because we went on a Saturday and that week before was not spring break. The 1 p.m. Um, queues were staying around for a long time, mm-hmm. but we had a later flight and I was getting really nervous about, you know, would we make it to the park in time? And then would our boarding group be too late? So I, I, I sucked it up and I, I paid for the individual lightning mm-hmm. lane. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, you know, I, I went, it was at 645, which was perfect. Cause I wanted to leave uh, the park 
like around 7.15, 7.30. Right. So we got to 6.45. By the time I bought it, it was 7, um, which, you know, uh, well, we'll, ju- we'll jump ahead. Anyway, so that was the last ride we did. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So it was cool to like start the day with Sean and end yeah. it with Guardians. Like that was very cool. Bookends. Right. And we were a little nervous. So we, we went there a little bit early before our boarding group. And, you know, we kind of... Uh, talked to the the cast member and mm-hmm. said listen we have a flight it's it's getting a little tight is there anything we could do we you know I'm like we won't right. expect anything but we're just wondering like do we hang around she's like go ahead you're you're good so that was a little little nice. pixie dust that helped nice. us out, nice. So. nice but so what, are your, what are your thoughts on oh. guardians what did you think my favorite ride in disney oh yeah, yeah. nice yeah. it's gonna be hard to beat it yeah wow what did you, what did you really like about it just the whole it's a very immersive ride. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack is amazing. You get a different song every time mm-hmm. you go on. Right. What song did you get? I don't know what it's called. Oh, Conga, Gloria Stefan. Oh, you got Conga. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. That's nice. Which is a different song than what we had in October, which was nice. So. first one, we got September. Right. Ah. Oh, okay. That's good that you got a, a different, it makes it a little bit of a different ride. That yeah. Yeah. And that ride, just the, the queue and everything, and the pre-show, what they yeah. do with that—it's it, really, it's really amazing. What I, they've, they've they've done a phenomenal job with that with that ride. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And just, again, smooth. Um, I know some people have motion I was issues. Say, I wish my stomach thought it was smooth. <laughs> but, I know, I know. <laughs> but it was. I will admit, eighty percent of it, I I was like amazed. It was great. Yeah. And then yeah. like that last twenty percent, I'm like. Eh. Okay, it's time to wind it down. <laughs> yeah. Well, you I, can tell they have they have many areas of refuge as right. you're exiting yeah. that yeah. ride. It was like, oh, okay. I know. My tip is don't close your eyes. <laughs> it just yeah. makes it worse. Mm. <laughs> so in between, so you get there and obviously you finish it out. Which what what a great way to finish it out. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. What else did you get to experience while you were at Epcot? Well, we, first of all, we got brunch cot, which was oh, very ooh. good. So jealous. That's the one I wanted to get to. Yeah. When we were at Flower and Garden. We didn't get to make it to. Yeah, the line yes. was crazy. So what did you yeah. get? What was you, what did you like? The lines weren't bad. Yeah. But... Surprisingly, the crowd wasn't that bad for a festival in mm-hmm. Epcot. So what did you get at brunch cot? Um, we got this Fruit Loop smoothie, which mm-hmm. I didn't think was very good. It was too uh, sweet for me. Okay. I've never heard him say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's recorded if you ever need yeah. it again. <laughs> I liked it, but I'm a big cereal person. Ah, yeah. yeah. I'm not big on Fruit Loops. Yeah. No, yeah. And we got the cinnamon. Those were amazing. Those were with the candied bacon on oh, them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those yeah. look good. Yeah. 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 I looked everything then, at that booth looked great. Yeah. 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 And then the sh- shrimp and goods we got. I didn't try oh. Yeah. I that was really good. I, I really enjoyed that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But I was tempted to get the other stuff too. I think they have the avocado toast there. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hm. But like we don't, we don't want to fill up on the first. No, that's right. one thing you, so. you got to avoid when you're doing these festivals yes. because they, you, you fill up earlier. You're like, oh, I wanted to try that, and yeah, you just I think about more every booth we went to, we got at least three bottles of water. Nice, we yeah, it was we very water. hot that day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, here's a tip. I heard somewhere I don't remember where I heard it from, but hydrate. <laughs> yes. Hydration is very important. Really, we got we got protein and hydrate. You know. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And then we hit Soren, yes. which okay. is one of our favorites. Yes. And we got everybody was very tired at the point and the ride like broke down for oh. a little bit. Yeah, there was a pause there for a little so while. So we were all just sitting in line and we were all very tired. So oh. we were just like 
I think Sparrow almost fell asleep. In the <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. But well, you we got, got B, which is perfect. Oh. You know, always try and get B, get the yeah. middle, so you don't right. get the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you still kind of get the... It's kind yeah, of hard to avoid the bendy as... Eiffel Tower, but it's <laughs> a little closer to being what you expect. Yes. <laughs> so what uh, was your... Go ahead. A butterfly exhibit, which was oh, yeah. pretty oh, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the butterfly cool garden's always yeah, fun. They yeah, they do a great job with that. Uh, was there a favorite food? Um, Mine was probably the crepes from France. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in a food booth. Right. But if we're going by booth, probably the egg rolls from China. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Nice. What about you, Tony? First time you had egg rolls. Too. Yes. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I'm told I will never have any as good as those. So. <laughs> America, at least. Very nice. What about you, Tony? What did you like from the, the food booths? I really liked the um, the flatbread from the Honey Bistro. Yeah, we like that yeah. one too. Um, mm-hmm. It was it's very different. You know, yeah. there's flowers on top, which you know, I don't normally eat flowers, right. but <laughs> like it was sweet and savory, and you know, I think you guys mentioned it on on your review mm-hmm. too. Like when you got um, everything like the prosciutto and the sweetness mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. It really, it really was good. So that was probably that was probably my favorite. Excellent, nice. nice. Excellent. What other uh, attractions did you get to check out while you were there? We did Frozen Ever After. Well, you got to because hashtag Real Men Love Frozen. <laughs> of course, now, right. now you're jealous. I know. <laughs> yeah, my always <laughs> And I did. I do. I I was kind of tweeting this live as we were doing it and. Mm-hmm. And Tom mentioned that right. I said, you know, I did think of Tom as yes, we were riding. Yes, that. <laughs> that was nice. That, that's my wife's favorite ride. So we we have to do. We had to do that. Nice, nice. Okay. nice. Okay. Yeah, and that's really it for the rides. We, yeah, we spent a lot of time just walking around, really taking in Epcot and enjoying mm-hmm. it. We did the Germany food booth uh, as well. You guys did that too, mm-hmm. which is what's good. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite thing there was probably like the bread and ham and cheese thing. That yeah. Was really- I yeah. saw your picture of it. It looked better than the one I yeah. got. Like there was a little oh, more really? cheese on it than, right. than what I got on mine. Yeah. So, but uh, I don't know how you thought it stacked up. No, I, yeah, I really, I enjoyed that. That was probably my favorite thing at that booth. The mm-hmm. normal potato can- pancakes were fine. They were normal mm-hmm. potato pancakes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, think mm-hmm. I, I think I ate like three quarters of the bread bowl. Everybody took one bite. I'm like, anybody else going to eat Okay, I'll finish it. Mine, mine. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And, and, you know the the potato pancake with the with the ham on top. That was a little strange. Yeah. The, the way mm-hmm. that ham was on there, I wasn't. But the the um was it the cheese blints with the the berries on it? That uh-huh. was really good. I oh, that was that well. okay. We'll good. have to try that. Good to know. Yeah. yeah, we're we're gonna be back there in a couple of weeks, so nice. we may be trying some more stuff. So that's mm-hmm. good. We'll put that on the list. To check it out. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So it must have been really fun and exciting just walking around Epcot. Especially knowing that this was like a one-day thing, it has to increase the level of excitement, right? Yeah, definitely. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. It was a blast, and like I said, like it's key. Even you know, if you're going for more than one day, like I think you mentioned this, Michelle is like, mm-hmm. look up, look around mm-hmm. at your surroundings. There's a lot to take in, a lot to enjoy, rather than from running from attraction to attraction. Right. Which sometimes I tend to do and even mm-hmm. even the shops like there's cool things and murals right. in the shops to look at and all that so we did we did manage to do a little bit of shopping, shopping while we were yeah. there yeah. nice funny yeah. thing about looking around Disney is because I don't know how many people know this mm-hmm. but they will use two special colors to hide stuff that are like not meant to be seen 
Mm -hmm. The light blue for the sky Mm -hmm. and like a grassy green for the ground. And when you really observe, you can find them. And it's funny because I was in my head, I'm like, let's see how many of these things I can find. And I found quite a lot in Epcot. Wow. Especially right now with what they got going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why that uh, the Guardians building is all blue. Right. You know, on certain days, it'll just kind of blend into yeah. the sky. Not always, but a lot of <laughs> no, times. No, not yeah. always. <laughs> I heard Disney calls them Bye Bye Blue and Go Away Green. Oh, oh wow. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Wow. Learn something it. here today. Yes. Nice. For sure. Nice. For sure. So you finish it out with uh, with Cosmic Rewind. You head back to the airport. Um, you're back on the plane. What were your thoughts at the end of the day as you closed it all out? I need to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he, he may have passed out on the plane. Like, there may have been drool involved. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was. You were leaning on my shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, you know, we're our flight was delayed a little bit, leaving, you know, 15 mm-hmm. minutes, not, not a big deal. Yeah. But we really just, we were all sitting there kind of in awe. Like, did we really just do this? Like, right. you know, we were in New Jersey this morning. We're in Florida now on our way back to New Jersey. It, it was crazy. But like, as we talked about it the, the next morning after we all, you know, woke up from our, our slumber, yeah. um, <laughs> it was just, it was just a ton of, a ton of fun. And we really, you know, it, it was, nice just to go together build that memory and like who else can say you know there are very few people out there that said right. they went to disney in one day and like that, that, that's what i wanted i wanted that like core memory you know sure. um, for the boys and their friends so nice nice that's so cool what what do you say was the thing that helped most accomplish what you were trying to do that day like what? if somebody else were to do it like <laughs> what <laughs> yeah that if somebody, if you were going to do it again, or if mm-hmm. somebody else, if you're telling somebody about doing this, what would you say? Well, you got to make sure you do this or these things. Yeah, I would, I would recommend Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, depending on the park, if you're doing Animal Kingdom, um, you know, as, as a one day trip, probably mm-hmm. not. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if I'd recommend I don't know if I'd recommend Animal Kingdom for a one day trip. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Animal Kingdom, but you know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, Genie Plus, look into that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and plan, don't plan too much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you want to kind of go with the moment, but, but what you do plan, the, the, the rides that you say you must do, try and do them in a way that makes sense instead of running across from land to land or oh, park. Sure. To, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like right. make sure you're doing them in a smart order. So you're not exhausting yourselves. Right. And, and, Plan in that time for rest, just to sit down and enjoy a drink mm-hmm. or enjoy a little snack and yeah. and that kind of stuff. That's that. Yeah, I think that's important. Nice. Very cool. Bottom line: Would you ever do that again? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the next day, even yeah. even my wife, who I thought, all right, this is a one time thing for her. She was saying, all right. So I think next time we definitely do Hollywood Studios. <laughs> uh, like, would you want to do it again? Like, yeah, that was fun. I'm like, all right. Yearly nice. thing. Come on, let's go. No monthly thing, actually. Right. <laughs> monthly. <laughs> Oh, to be young again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> take you at least a month to recover. Yeah. 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 It did take a few days, I'll be honest. I, uh, I had to go to school days. like in two days and at school everybody was like, Hey, are you okay? Did you have somebody yeah. there around to like make sure if I'm starting to fall asleep, you wake me up at school? Yeah. <laughs> and and 
those flights too are key. Like try and get as early as possible without exhausting yourself and as late as possible. Yeah. 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 But those are good things. Yeah. Well, that's, it is all very exciting. I was, when you said you were going to do this, we were amazed by it. The fact that you pulled it off and it seems like it was an extremely successful trip. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of things that could go wrong yes. on something like right. that. But it, it, the fact that it all went mostly to plan and you got the attractions you wanted, got to yeah. sample a lot of the food you wanted. What a spectacular trip. Yeah. Oh, here's a tip. Yeah. Don't trust the plain Wi-Fi. Have a <laughs> yes. There you go. That's what there it is. is. Yeah. Especially yeah. your own Wi Fi. Right, <laughs> right. Well, that was smart that you had somebody back up watching for you because that, that's a, an important part, too, for sure. Yeah. Very cool. I think another tip is don't spend too much time shopping because that's going to take a lot out of your day. You mm-hmm. can do like maybe 10 minutes in like a shop or something because like you don't want to spend most of your day shopping and end up coming out with nothing. It's like Mm. you just looking. Right. Right. Very good. Although it is a nice place to cool off for a little while. (laughs) We did club cool. That was nice to get some free beverages. Some of them good, some of them not, but you know, it's cool in there too. (laughs) My friend tried the China one and it was supposed to be like sour peach. He said it tasted like barbecue sauce. Yeah, we tried that one. It does taste like barbecue sauce. Yeah, it does. I took a sniff of it. I'm like, that's barbecue sauce. I'm not drinking barbecue (laughs) sauce. Yeah. I know you were, uh, we were tasting it and thinking this would be good to actually put with a, you know, like to, what is it? Eat a burger. Well, I was going to use it to like braise some pork because I could get enough of it to like braise it in that stuff (laughs) because you already got that barbecue sauce flavor there. Plus uh, the sweetness. Right. I I just need to get enough of it to do that. I can't (laughs) just carry out 800 little cups. Bring it on my giant movie theater. Yeah, right. (laughs) Anyways, well, thank you so much for sharing that trip with us. Yeah. Um, it, we were so excited for you all that you got to do it. Unfortunately, we, we wanted to meet up with you. Michelle was actually in a different park that day, yes. but uh, it couldn't work out that she could get over there. To yeah, see you, yeah, but, I needed um, to get back here so that we could record that day. But uh, um, yeah, and I had had the plans for the 25th anniversary of Animal Kingdom. So yeah, but but I totally agree with you. Half day park. So (laughs) I'm not saying that (laughs) you could make it more, but I mean, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially when, you know, you know, it's one thing, like if we're going and we're going to have, you know, a long lunch somewhere like at Tiffin's or something like that. Yeah. Or hanging out, hanging out. No, Nomads, Yeah. Which didn't do any of that. So, that's a, that's another good tip. Like I I wouldn't recommend, and we didn't do this, but I wouldn't recommend like a sit down meal if you're doing a one day mm-hmm. trip, right? right. That's that's going to take too much time. Do yes. you know? There's always a festival in Epcot if right. you do this. You know, you could get plenty of food there. There's lots of good um, counter service, mobile service. order everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that was key too. We did mobile order our breakfast, so we had that planned. And nice. actually, it's nice because now you could change the time of your mm-hmm. mobile order too. Because I ordered it on the the lift ride there. And put a time and then then we realized oh wait tron is coming right. up so we i was able to shift it another half hour which was good that was a nice little Perfect. update to the app which i don't think they had last time we were there so nice nice yeah, yeah. we've had to do that in the past because we've gotten <laughs> sidetracked by doing something i'm like oh well, yeah. we're not going to get over there by this time let's quickly right. switch it and yeah well you know i forgot to ask you because you mentioned about having the crepes um had you been in that back area of uh the france pavilion before 
No, it was my first time. What did you think did of you it? it? I did enjoy it. I think it was really nice. The theming as well. Yeah, Done. right. Did you did you ride Remy's Ratatouille adventure or did you just go over there for the crepes? Just for the crepes. Yeah. yeah. I've been on that ride before. It was okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. at best. It, you got stuck twice, though. So. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> Mess yeah, that right. So you were in that area, but it was darker, and we yeah, kind of ran I, through it to yeah, do Remy. It. So it was nice to see during the day. But yeah, that the last time we rode it, I think somebody's ears flew off and landed oh. like on the floor, and that stopped everything. And somebody had to go and get the ears. So oh, it, it came on my phone for like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, we were sitting there for a while, so it put a damper oh, on the yeah, ride. But that yeah, mess it up. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't classify. It. I I like the ride, but I wouldn't classify it as a, a must do. But right. that that area is cool. How they kind of like yeah warp reality a little bit where mm -hmm. like you're almost in a pixar pixar cartoon but right. you're still in paris like right. the way they've done that is really cool yeah yeah i, I like that area a lot. yeah yeah like you said it's just a good theming you know it's yeah very fluid well we couldn't be happier that you had such an amazing trip um and thanks for again coming on and sharing it with us yeah. it's so good to, to, to see you guys again tony yes. Stitch. Yeah. Um, sorry, Sparrow couldn't make it this time, but uh, please tell him hi and please tell Jen we said hello. Yeah, as definitely. Well. I will for sure. Thank you for having us again. We we love your podcast. I'm so happy that that you're continuing to do it and and you have this. I'll call it success in like you know it, it you're you're affecting people's lives. Like you bring that ray of of sunshine and happiness. Aww. You guys are you you're the thank positive you. Disney podcast, and that's that's what we need. And it's it's great. So thank you for keep doing it. I know it's a lot of work, um, having done a podcast years ago, but <laughs> it's a lot of work. And sometimes you feel like you're you're just talking into the microphone and, and no one else is listening. But right. but. We're on the other end listening, and we really appreciate everything you're doing. Oh, so. that's so sweet. It means so much that you say that. And again, we're so honored that you took time to share your experience, your adventure with us. And um, it makes our podcast better because of that. So. Oh, virtual huts all around. Yeah. <laughs> yes, all around. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me back. We will have you back on again sometime in the near future about the some other adventure you guys are going yeah. on. What, what's the next one that, that Tony and Stitch and the whole family yeah. are going to do? We yeah. need to know, and we'll have you on the show whenever it occurs. We'll be here. So much fun talking with Tony and his son's titulous boy since the last time we actually had him on the show has grown so much. I know. He sounds really polished on podcasts. Yeah, they both are. <laughs> yes. They need to go back and start. They need to bring. I mean, I know this was kind of the semi Disney discussions podcast, um, you know, reunion reunion show. Thank you. I'm, I'm getting old and I'm blanking <laughs> on things reunion show but they really need to bring that show back i hope they do it sometime even if they only do it like once a month once every two months something yeah. i mean because um one they're just great people mm -hmm. but they they talk about fun disney topics yeah. and you know it would be a great show just like it used to be a great show right exactly so let's go ahead and get to our disney stories of the week i do have a couple for you this week and i'm going to start with there are some interesting new spaces and experiences including one based on the hit movie encanto that just debuted aboard a disney ship mm -hmm. this from the disney parks blog they said following a three-week dry dock project in freeport the bahamas 
They are debuting their first ever entertainment experience themed to Walt Disney Animation Studios Encanto and an all new lounge inspired by Disney and Pixar's Soul. I know. That was I, I, I was excited by both, but I think because we could understand more of what they were saying about soul. It, you know, the, the Encanto stuff, there is to me a little bit of vagueness to know exactly what that's going to look like compared to other activities on board ship. But the soul, the location of that lounge, replacing the promenade lounge was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you haven't gone to the Disney parks blog yet uh, to see the pictures or some of our great friends out there who really cover Disney, mm-hmm. Uh, Disney Cruise Line very well, uh, DCL at DCL Duo and uh, the Disney Cruise Line blog. Mm-hmm. Both of them, um, find them on social media. They have some great pictures of from right. people that are actually on board the Disney Magic right now. Um, and they're checking out these brand new enhancements. Yeah. It's so much fun. So uh, moving on with the story, uh, we're talking more about that uh, Encanto experience. Mm-hmm. Guests can enjoy the fantastical family Madrigal during an all-new immersive experience an Encanto celebration designed to engage families through music, crafts, and storytelling. The interactive experience gives their guests the opportunity to meet and take photos with Mirabel and the family member we don't talk about, Bruno, <laughs> uh, during their Disney Cruise Line debut aboard the Disney Magic. Families will also join in a spirited sing-along of beloved Encanto songs, which you know I'll want to take part in, mm-hmm. and create butterfly and flower crafts inspired by the film. And during this show, guests can experience a true taste of South America thanks to a selection of local Colombian beers, cocktails, and sodas, along with film-inspired mocktails. So uh, we saw a little piece on this, again, from our friends on social media today. They have some people that are aboard the Disney Magic mm-hmm. right now. Apparently, this is taking place in... Uh, the D Lounge, uh, if you know, it's kind of right. the family-friendly mm-hmm. lounge, um, pretty much midship there. Right, yeah. Um, so that is where this is kind of taking place. So that totally makes sense for this. And uh, it looks like it's like twice. I don't know if it's every day or just one day aboard the cruise, mm-hmm. but it's like it happens at two different time periods oh. during the day. So Cool, cool. Yeah, can't wait to check that out. You know what big fans we are of Encanto. Yeah, yeah. It, and it's exciting that anytime the ship's going to dry dock and they have some, you know, pretty significant updates to entertainment or, you know, features and things like that. So this is great. Yeah. Another great spot that we'll be looking to hit up is, uh, the, as I mentioned here, is the, the heartfelt story of Soul was the inspiration for a brand new Soul Cat Lounge. Yeah. They it the Soul Cat Lounge, designed to look like Joe Gardner's favorite music spot from the film, The Half Note Lounge. The space located on the deck near uh, deck three near Rapunzel's royal table. So it used to, it's where the, as Michelle already mentioned, mm-hmm. where the promenade lounge used to reside. Right. Same place, just spruced up right. and made into this wonderful um, jazz looking mm-hmm. space. Uh, looks really cool. Uh, it instantly transports guests to a classic New York jazz club appointed with decorative details like brick walls, wood accents, and plenty of rich leather seating around the stage set for live music so guests can grab their partner and head to the dance floor for a swinging good time each <laughs> evening. The Soul Cat Lounge is adorned with custom artwork from Pixar featuring nods to the film, including record labels, concert posters, and portraits of jazz legend Dorothea Williams and her bandmates. Thoughtful soul-inspired details are subtly layered throughout the design, including record players, instruments, and Joe's hat and coat. I know, that was so cute looking. I I, I like how um, that 
those touches that they're doing, like what we saw in um, A Villain's Lair, you know, just things that help pull the story together mm-hmm. is really kind of cool, cute. Yeah, also like in the uh, French Quarter Lounge, mm-hmm. um, it's very similar right. in that kind of thing. Um, but I love this. I, I, one, I love soul, so I love the embracing of that, right. especially for a musical space. I mean, not that, that there will be trivia and all sorts of things going sure. on there, but, you know, at night... It will have all this great music. I can't wait to see our friend Soul Duo I know. play there. I mean, what a better place for them than the Soul Cat Lounge, right? right? <laughs> exactly. Um, I, hope, I hope we get a chance to see them there somewhere in the near future. And you know they'll be playing on the Magic uh, in, in future dates. Right. Uh, so um, that's got to be exciting for them. I'm sure they're looking forward to being there too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's, uh, like I said, it's just great that they're embracing um, and featuring that that film right. and the music from that film. Right. So. And, uh, you know, some spaces that can tie into more, you know, people that love these films, you know. Right. You, you kind of, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the Promenade Lounge as it was. Right, yes. But when you have that, you bring in that extra Disney influence to it, it's going to be that much better. You yeah, know? yeah. So. That's right. A uh, story went on to say adults can enhance their big city experience with Tableside Manhattans and martinis, or choose from a selection of native brews and cocktails made with New York spirits. A fun collection of mocktails, specialty coffees, and sodas are also on the menu. In addition to new drink options, guests can take a little a bit a little excuse me can take a bite of Little Italy with an order of zeppoles, mm-hmm. the classic Italian pastry similar to a fried donut, kind of like a beignet, yeah. similar to that, while enjoying live music. And it's kind of, it's almost, it's very similar to like the French Quarter Lounge where you can buy one, two, or three zeppole. Nice. Um, like you could do with a beignet Beignets. while mm-hmm. you're there. Uh-huh. Uh, meanwhile, elsewhere on the ship, for those seeking the ultimate comfort and service at sea, the concierge spaces aboard the Disney Magic have been elevated and enhanced. The concierge lounge was reimagined and expanded to feature a sophisticated new theme and tropical color palette inspired by the Walt Disney Animation Studios hit Moana and an additional outdoor covered seating area on Deck 10 where guests can relax with a refreshing beverage while enjoying the ocean breeze. All concierge suites, including one and two bedroom accommodations and two, the two signature royal suites, have been completely refurbished with fresh fixtures, furniture, and elegant artwork, further elevating the premium experience for concierge guests. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Those, yeah. are, those are great rooms. Yeah, yeah. We, we've been on... Uh, we, we've. We haven't done the Royals on the Magic, but we right. have done a one-bedroom suite aboard the Magic, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. really, it's really, really nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, and glad to see they're expanding on uh, the the, um, the Concierge Lounge, Lounge there, mm-hmm. which will be nice, including some outdoor areas. Right, that, you know, kind of a nice place to just sit and have a uh, an umbrella drink yeah. or whatever. It'd be right. great. Uh huh. Also, uh, shore power technology was installed as part of the ship's dry dock project, continuing Disney Cruise Line's longtime dedication to minimizing its impact on the environment. When available at the port, this will allow Disney Magic to plug in to the port's electrical grid, reducing the ship's emissions so they don't need to keep running the engine, essentially, to keep the power Mm -hmm. going while they're in, in, in port. Right. That's great. Yeah, it's it's really wonderful. I mean, I have to say, you know, Disney has been a leader in uh, conservation efforts, including with their cruise ships. And it's nice to actually see even other cruise lines are, are right. also taking th- these efforts and putting them into place. So um, great to see and that Disney's continuing that effort. But as I said, leaders. Yeah, that's like, yeah, exactly. You're right. They've been the leader in this. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, let's face it. The cruise line industry has never been the most environmentally 
sound right. industry. <laughs> um, but Disney has always done their best. Disney Cruise Line has always done their best to make it to kind of limit their footprint as right. much as possible. And they're doing it even more moving forward. And yeah, it's good to see some other cruise lines uh, starting to follow suit yeah. as well. So very good. Moving on to the next story. There's a new Adventures by Disney vacation destination. Actually, there's a few of them. Right. Including one that may be of interest to fans of La Familia Madrigal. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So apparently, it's an Encanto-based yes. show today. <laughs> uh, this again from the Disney Parks blog. They said, on Tuesday, Adventures by Disney made an exciting announcement about new destinations to visit beginning in 2024. We all know the song. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. But we definitely want to talk about these new adventures. Colombia, the country that inspired Walt Disney Animation Studios film Encanto, is one of Adventures by Disney's newest destinations. That's exciting. Yes. Beginning in 2024, guests can see the Academy Award winning film come to life by jet setting on this family friendly itinerary to experience the cultures, cuisine, and people that helped inspire the movie and uh, sprinkled uh, and it's also sprinkled with magical moments throughout. Nice. Yeah. It, that was, like you said, there were several um, new adventures added that were pretty cool announcements, but that really was uh, impressive and wish we could do that. Mm-hmm. That's very tempting. Very tempting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other uh, locations that are going to be added to the list as well, joining Columbia by adventures by Disney are Eastern Canada okay. maritime yeah, provinces of Nova Scotia. Yeah, I was excited. That to sounds see that. fun. And Prince Edward Island is included in that plus an enhanced new Zealand itinerary full of outdoor experiences, which sounds kind of fun sure. too. Although a little bit farther away yes. from us. <laughs> uh, back to the uh, Columbia one based on mm-hmm. Encanto. It's, it's entitled Columbia, the destination that inspired Disney's animations in Encanto. Uh, they said that when filmmakers Byron Howard and Jared Bush traveled to Columbia in the spring of 2018, their quest was to find inspiration for the story, world, and characters of their new film, which would become Encanto. They visited the Kokoda uh, Valley, and they saw the towering wax palm trees and butterflies. They ate delicious food, including arepas, and they played Tejo, the national sport of Colombia. Uh, walking through the streets of Cartagena, they saw uh, colorful architecture and fabrics, and the idea for the coffee kid came to life in the coffee <laughs> region. You may remember the coffee kid. Yeah, that's why coffee is for grownups. That's right. Yeah. Uh, on this Adventures by Disney Columbia trip, they'll have similar experiences and more. Uh, similar to the Madrigals, you'll get the chance to make arepas just like Julieta uh, prepared for her family, eat delicious meals, and play tejo. Yes, that nice. Colombian sport. You'll also tour a Colombian coffee farm in the coffee region, drink coffee, and learn how to brew a perfect cup. Mm, that sounds fun. Yes. You'll learn about the conservation of cotton top tamarinds on a trek through the dry forest near, oh boy, Proyecto Titi, maybe. <laughs> a project supported by the Disney Conservation Fund. It was Colombia's rich biodiversity that inspired the magical ability of Encanto character Antonio and has the power to communicate with animals. Uh, also, privately guided tours in Bogota will take you through the colorful Palo, Ke- Palo Quemao. Man, 
I should have just left these out of the story. Yeah, Paula came out of market to taste the wide variety of locally grown fruits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and admire the colonial architecture of the historic city center, La Candelaria. Mm-hmm. Candelaria. Yeah, no, it's Candelaria. That's right. Adventure seekers can snorkel among the Rosario Islands, a collection of 27 islands home to more than 1,300 species of marine animals, vibrantly colored fish, and plants. Uh, so that and there's a lots of cool stuff to do, to go there. And as a bonus, each travel party booked during the inaugural 2024 Adventures by Disney Columbia season will receive a signed lithograph of never-before-released artwork from Walt Disney Animation Studios, the piece of visual development artwork by Encanto associate producer-designer Lorelei Beauvais set the early concept for the new door to the Casa Madrigal. You remember at the end mm-hmm. when yeah. they, they have the, it's the whole family on the right, door? Right, right. The artwork that yeah, they're going to be giving away, signed, is based on that. That's so amazing. Yeah. I love that they do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that is very cool, and I'm tempted to go on that one. We have... Nearly stopped in Colombia <laughs> twice in our Actually, life. Actually, I thought it was more than that. I thought yeah. that was another one or two times. Yeah, we had two trips. Actually, they're both Panama Canal trips. Right. We had our honeymoon trip, which was not aboard Disney Cruise Line. It was aboard a different cruise line. And originally, we were supposed to go to Colombia mm-hmm. then. However, I, there were some eh, not so safe yeah, feelings about Colombia yeah, at that travel. time. Travel advisories. Right. So they changed our itinerary within like a month of the cruise mm-hmm. and added, took that away and added a couple different spots. So we didn't get to go that time. And then on our last Panama Canal <laughs> cruise, you may remember that Panama Canal cruise. We sure do. <laughs> when everything went, cra- when the world went crazy <laughs> with COVID, um, we actually became, we, we were actually within sight. We were yes. in the bay at Cartagena at Colombia. And we could not get off the ship yes. there. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. No. Yeah, exactly. Well put. <laughs> so once again, we did not get to go to Colombia, but hopefully someday we'll get to go. And that sounds like an amazing way yeah, to do it. It does. Sure. It definitely sure. does. Uh, moving on to the other itineraries, the Eastern Canada Maritime, scenic Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island. Here they say you'll have the chance to travel north to the beauty of Eastern Canada's Atlantic coast, Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island's. Outdoor activities and cultural immersion are the stars of this itinerary, and it's a great opportunity for families to take in the sights, sounds, and activities on the rivers, beaches, ocean coasts, and gulfs. Yeah, we've been in that area. It's mm-hmm. lovely. It's and it's, it's fun. And it, yes, it's, it's so interesting to see that culture really be alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's some of the stuff you could do on that tour. You'll be able to have the opportunity to tour an authentic maple syrup farm in Nova Scotia <laughs> to learn about the process that brings syrup from tree to table. And of course, you'll get to sample yeah. some of the maple syrup right out of the tree. Now, I'm sure it's actually been refined right. a little bit, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Plus, you'll get to explore the outdoors at amazing locations such as the 150-year-old Wood Island Lighthouse, where junior adventurers will enjoy making and flying kites along the shore. Cool. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Do you have to be a junior adventurer? Uh, yeah. I'd want to fly a kite I on know, that shore. Right? I know. Other adventures include walking on the low tide ocean floor at the Bay of Fundy, enjoying an onboard fisherman's feast, riding horses, listening to live Celtic music during a traditional, oh, I'm not going to even try that mm-hmm. word, social gathering, <laughs> <laughs> biking, canoeing. It's a, definitely a Celtic word that I will never get right. Uh, canoeing and kayaking and you'll have the chance to enjoy tea with a 
a descendant of author Lucy Maud Montgomery's family at the Anne of Green Gables Museum and visit Avonlea Village, the fictitious community uh, central to the Anne of Green Gables stories. Very cool. Yeah, you, and that'd be all over you. I know, all over that. I know. And I, yes, definitely me and T plus Canada and Nova Scotia. Yeah, love it. Plus, you'll get to learn uh, about the indigenous Mi'kmaq of peoples during their visit to the Millbrook Cultural Heritage Center. So a little bit of indigenous Very cool. um, stuff as well. Uh, over to New Zealand, an enhanced outdoor adventure. This one will take you, you'll be able to tra- traverse New Zealand from north to south and see stunning scenery at every turn from the beaches and tropical rainforest to visiting vibrant cities and small towns. You'll have the opportunity to participate in the exciting America's Cup experience in Auckland, the city of sales. Right. That'd be kind of fun. You, of course, I would get probably seasick, but you know, <laughs> fun. Uh, you will also share an authentic hangi dinner with a local family to experience the indigenous Maori culture. You'll have the chance to marvel at thousands of glow worms. Huh. I thought that was just like a, a little toy for kids, but no, oh, yeah. they really are glowing. No, I've seen I've seen <laughs> pictures of that. It's pretty amazing. Uh, they illuminate an underground cave uh, among limestone formations. Plus, you'll have the chance to tour the National Kiwi Hatchery, a facility renowned for its kiwi bird conservation program. And you can gaze at the dramatic geysers that dot the landscape at Te Pui, Te Puia, Te Puia Geothermal Park including the largest active geyser in the Southern Hemisphere. Wow. Yeah. And you'll travel via the Transalpine train upwards into the Southern Alps. I didn't even know there were Southern Alps. I knew it was a very mountainous region. Right. But I had no idea that New Zealand had a Southern Alps. Right. I, I didn't know that either. Let's yeah. see. We learned from Adventures by Disney just putting out I know, information. Right? Yes. That's crazy. And I still will never get any of those names right. You did great. No, I didn't. But thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Michelle always provides the best support. <laughs> even when it's very, very unneeded. No. Yes. Brave for even trying. Quickly, let's get out of here. We got to get to yeah. the tips of the week. <laughs> you know, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. When we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's wonderful, awesome, all things great in the world. You know she does the best deep dives, the best research. <laughs> she has the best lists. She also always has the very best tips. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. Oh, you're sweet. So my tip really has to do with more of a convenience factor. And so it has to do with um, sometimes you you get an opportunity to book things through Disney that will not show up on your itinerary from the My Disney Experience app. And so there is a way that you can actually plug that information in with notes so that if you're you're like me and you want to get to the parks or on your vacation and see all everything that you have on your itinerary, you can have it all there, you know. So for example, if you're booking um, a reservation for uh, foot golf, that's, you know, something that you might have reserved, but it's not going to automatically show up or Moonlight Magic or, you know, some of the other even um, specialty activities that you can do. So what you do is um, the way I found it to be easiest was actually to go on the website for this and you go to the My Disney apps and do My Disney Experience, excuse me, um, and then you do My Plans and then you can just... Um, 
there's a, a one button right at the top that says add an activity and it can, you know, it has a drop down menu for a lot of things that you could add either in terms of locations or some of the things that, that they know you might want to add. Um, but there's also an, a, another category that says other, you can give it what your subject is about and, you know, put information there, like what your reservation number is and time slot. And then it'll show up on your app with the timestamp and the date and everything like that. That's good. It can be even be for something that maybe you don't necessarily are booked to do, but something maybe you want to right. do. You know, you can enter it yes, in time that's and right. kind of make your own calendar out. That's true. So that's very handy. And Michelle's tip, always the best tip. And that's a really, really good one right there. <laughs> Thanks. So, uh, My tip for this week, and it's going to be based on what we talked about with our guests today. You know, they went out and they did an adventure, you know, that was, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of things could have went wrong. It went really, really well yeah. for them, but it could have went wrong. But you know what? Sometimes you just got to go out and take chances. And that's my tip for this week. Go out and take some chances. Go out on a limb. Try some things. It may not always work out, but a lot of times they will. And those adventures, those amazing things, mm-hmm. sometimes spur the moment things will be some of your best memories that you'll, you will have created. And sometimes even when things go a little sideways and you have to, you know, to, yeah, pivot, pivot a little bit, mm-hmm. make things work in a different way. Um, those will be your best memories. Right. You know, I mean, if everything goes to plan and everything is plotted out well ahead of time, not that you can't make memories there, but the, some of the most impactful ones are the things that are just done spur of the moment right. and are happen when things go a little sideways a little crazy a little different than expected yeah so yeah go out try things you know and especially when you have the kids with you you know because you want those memories those core memories as tony mentioned earlier make those core memories and 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 try things because you know when things go right man it is really really special yeah exactly good tip baby thanks not as good as your tip but Mm -hmm. there you go Uh, that's it for this week's show. Next week, well, our episode will be dropping exactly on Mother's yeah. Day. Do you believe it's already Mother's Day? It's early no. this year. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a little it early. It feels early, yeah. Yeah, it's a little early. So we thought we'd uh, take a day to celebrate all things motherly. And how would we do that? Well, of course, <laughs> by talking about Disney villain mothers. I know, right? Right, because why not? <laughs> Um, and we're going to do Disney villain mother songs. I don't know if we can come up enough with that to have a five favorite list, but I we're know. definitely going to at least talk about some Disney villain mother songs right. for <laughs> to celebrate Mama Mother's Day. We love you, Mom, because you're so much better than these Disney villain moms. <laughs> That's so true. I know. It was funny when trying to figure out what to hone in on with that topic. It's like, well, we could do villains, or villain song. Or, let's just do it all. <laughs> it'll be fun. It'll be fun. And like I said, it'll make your mom feel that much better. That's right. Like, look how much better you are. Yes. <laughs> You're not that. Right. Like these ladies. Yes. Can't wait for that. That'll be a lot of fun. Plus music episodes, always a lot of fun. So. Yeah. As for today's show, we appreciate that you join us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, we are on social media. We're on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Also, we're on YouTube. If you want to find us there, 
We're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast, or just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast and hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. And we always appreciate any support that you can give us in the terms of just tell a friend about our podcast. Yeah, that's just the, besides for just listening to the show. Right, yeah. And interacting with the show. The easiest way to um, just show your support for the show is to tell friends that they might right. like it as well. Family, friends, everything. We want them all to become Hyperion Adventures. Yeah. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.